The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, everybody. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are joined in studio by Ryan LaFleur. We have Michelle Waterson calling in. It's a lot of fun, we hope. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I like to let the anticipation build up before I speak. Nobody anticipates it, though. They're grateful for the silence. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Of course, my uh, myself and Matt are joined by Ryan LaFlair in studio. Yes! I'm really happy you're here, Ryan. Yes! How you guys doing? What is going on here? Look at this. What happened? We're good. Have you been in studio oh. with us before or no? I have, but not this one. It was like by It was a the old one, right? Club. Yeah. Yeah, the, the old stand up New York above there. I kind of prefer that studio. This is a nice room, but that's easier for me. Yeah. Oh, it's the opposite. This is right? a nicer studio. <laughs> it's like an hour and 10 minutes from Penn Station to get there. And how about here? I don't know. Was that 10 minutes? Well, oh, that's because. Well, Matt was limping, so it took us about. Well, oh, you guys he, came he, together? It took 27 well, minutes. We were on the same train. Okay. And. You know, I sleep. We didn't talk to each other on the train. We didn't see each other. I saw the top of his cap. He's yeah, wearing he's, like the Bugsy Malone cap he yes. wears. <laughs> what is that? Who's he, Bugsy, he Bugsy Malone? He's he Bugsy purposely Malone. avoided me. It's Bugsy Malone. Oh, there's Bugsy Siegel. That's who it is. And Carl Malone. He plays Bugsy for the Malone? Utah Jazz. Yeah, Carl Malone. <laughs> who is Bugsy? We're going to find out. Oh. He looks like... No, because he... Oh, I know who you mean. Home Malone. Cool Home Malone. Home Malone. <laughs> no, like the cool... Like, oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Bugsy yeah, Malone was boy. actually... The Jack Dempsey fucking hat. Bugsy Malone was a That Ryan could wear and I can't wear. We might have the same exact scar. This is new. This is, did it happen in my oh. last fight? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Give me some. Oh, happen- hey, your that last fight, your my last, last fight, fight too. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Look at that. Right? Look. Look at over here. Look at him. All right, it's not that yeah, big. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's and, like, what do you want, a fucking we'll, cookie? Take the scar Nicholson we'll, had at the end of Cuckoo's we're Nest. We're both very bald. <laughs> yeah. And we all bald. <laughs> what was I going to say? We were on the same train. And you sleep. I sleep. And I, I can't I, sleep when I, I wish I could do that. Matt can sleep anywhere. I can't. Oh, I put the sunglasses on and my headphones, so they're not sure if I'm sleeping or not. Maybe they are. Maybe they are, but you don't want to poke a sleeping bear. I don't know what that means. But what I'm trying to say is I can't sleep without sunglasses. I can't, Ryan LaFleur. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Does it? Even at nighttime? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Home in bed, I nude. I sleep on a tree. I can't. Like Why in can't public. you? Well, I want them to see in my eyes. You know, they have to kind of assume that I'm yeah. sleeping. But I could just be ready to be like, Arr! you know, if they look at me or something or go to touch me. 
You know, Jimmy, this is on it. You don't like you don't like them to see that you're asleep because you see that as a sign of vulnerability. Yes. It is, it is, and I'm 100 percent vulnerable. Somebody could just fucking what are they going to do? They could teabag me, and I wouldn't even know. I'd wake I wake up like, ah, we got a tic tac. You can pretend you're All right, asleep. Listen, that is not, listen. We're losing everybody. Can we get to the fact that Ryan Lafleur is in here? I, can we, we? We are. Okay. We should also cover some uh, some big news. Your buddy is no longer fighting uh, Luke Rockhold. Um, Chris, Luke what? had a few injuries. Yeah. And, and, and Jacare, they have a. I felt oh. bad for David Branch when I heard this. I mean, yeah. obviously in Luke, but uh, you know, Branch was a great fight for him uh, against Jacare. It's a, it's a huge fight, a huge name fighter. So now, of course, they they take Jacare and he's going to fight Chris. Yeah, and this is all stuff that the UFC hasn't officially said, but Dana has confirmed it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's and it makes there, sense. So. I mean, yeah. you know, that that'll be what the co-main uh, will be. Chris against Jacare. Yeah. So that'll stay. The, yeah, Weidman will stay in the co-main event. Right? Okay. I like it. I like the fight. Yeah, I do too. You know, and I, I like, like that too. we were really. Um, Chris has been doing a lot of jujitsu anyway, because you know Luke is very dangerous on top as well, and uh, so he was on point with that. So I like the matchup. I do, you know, not not just because Jock, you know, Jock Ray's dangerous as all hell, you know, but I think he's got some of the same weaknesses. And as far as there could be a little bit of glass in that chin, I don't want to be that guy to say that. Sure, but I, I'm saying it. You think why? Well, we're getting ready for war, is what I'm saying. How do you find out about that? Like when Rockle gets hurt, does Ray call you? Does Wyman call you? I got got a text from Longo, and it was uh, uh, Rock held out, Rock hold out, in. That was my text. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm in regardless. Yeah. You could fight. My guy could fight Lucifer. Right. Ryan LaFleur. I agree. And I'm backing him up. Ryan gets it. Yeah, Ryan, how did you know? Because you recently put out there that you retired. Right. How did you know that this was? Did you know this was going to be your last one? Um, yeah, I definitely made it easier to make that decision after you getting uh, knocked out. But uh, <laughs> but I, I started I started fading. I stopped liking it. I stopped enjoying training as much. And then you know I'm de- I have a torn ACL on my left knee. You, are you how's your how are you physically? You're banged up. I'm banged up. Always banged up. Man. Since 2006, I've been banged up. <laughs> so you, you stopped enjoying it. But do you really yeah. enjoy training? I guess you do, right? Yeah, of course. Me and Matt were talking on the way yeah. over here. And I'm saying that, you know, just eager to get better, like having fun out there, you know. And it's and when that happens, it's not a job. You know, you don't hate it so much. And then when you But when you start hating it, then you got to worry about making weight. And then you start getting your anxiety comes in. And it fucking... It just starts sucking after a while. So are you developing a game plan for when you were done? Where you're like, all right, when I get out, this is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, kind of. I'm like, I'm very ADD, so I like to, uh, I have to be doing like a hundred things anyway. So I think fighting was just like one extra thing in my, you know, my masterpiece. What else do you want to do? Um, that's a good question. Well, you have your school. I I have my gym in Long Island and, um, and it's called Long Island MMA. I just like to keep giving you plugs. It's a clever name. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have my gym. I, uh, you know, I'm into real estate. I have, uh, I own a bunch of properties, some rent, uh, some, uh, some rentals. And oh, okay. I also do flips, and uh, that's, you know, that's been my main income lately. But uh, I'm also thinking about getting involved in uh, doing some stunt stuff. Oh, in the movies, like okay. That. Yeah, I believe yeah. Eve Edwards was into that. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a really cool thing. And, and adrenaline-wise, you guys, with the lives you lead, it's probably hard to keep up with that type of adrenaline. Right. It's 100% correct. I have to be doing something. And I love coaching. It's one of my favorite things to do. But, you know, as Matt knows, there's really not much, aside from the gym, that's not coaching, you know. 
but teach coaching fighters, there's no yeah. money involved. It's Zero. true. You lose money. True. You lose it's, money doing it. Yeah, I'd say, I, I, yeah, I kind of like, because the guys like kick back some, I break even probably, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Like, listen, my, I just love my guys, man. Yeah, and I love too. being around it still. I agree. But again, I am so lucky that I have my schools, like yourself, you have right. your school. So that's a great source of income. And also, I have a gig like this. Right. Hi, hi, Jimmy. Hello, buddy. I'm so happy to be with you. <laughs> and uh, the other, you too, Chris, the producer. Thank you. Thank you for hiding your fucking thermos. <laughs> I hate that fucking hippie thing. Put that thing down. And, uh, you know, I got these other gigs also, you right. know. But uh, what is your, like, but you said before when we were walking here, you like to teach mostly the striking. Yeah. Now, do you like to teach the beginner striking? No. Or do you like to teach the advanced guys? How is yeah, it? Yeah, I like the advanced stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I could teach everybody. I, I like it if I'm teaching an all-beginner class or an all-advanced class. Either one I like. I hate going to an all-levels class and you got five guys who are really good yeah. and 10 guys who are really bad and then 15 guys who are, are in, in the middle. Hard to please. It's very hard to you, keep everybody You try down. to keep up too much of the fundamentals. Yeah. The guys who have been around aren't digging it. Yeah. If you get too advanced, the other guys aren't picking up. Right. How do you teach something to everybody in the room when they're all on different levels? How do you do one thing that all of them need to I, know in that moment? I follow principles, basic principles, because even the best guys in the world need to be, you know, work on their principles. Just like in basketball, these guys, you know, you have to work your, your, your fundamentals. Foul shot. Yeah, yeah, fundamentals. And uh, you know, I just follow them, and then I make sure that I find something that the good guys are doing wrong, and yeah. I call them out on it, like, "Hey, yeah, you're doing that a little wrong." And you also told me that. Henry's got a uh, unique approach. Henry Hoof. Yeah, Henry Hoof. He, he's you know, he's a pretty sharp guy, man. He uh, he's been doing kickboxing his whole life, just like you know he, us on Long Island do wrestling our whole life. So he has a different type of approach to teaching kickboxing. He, he you know he wrote up a nice system like a level one, a level two, level three, and it's it's it just principles. It has nothing to do. You're not teaching combinations. You're teaching like what you do when he does this or she. You know. Right to be politically correct yeah. <laughs> when they do that <laughs> and uh yeah so we i just follow for my class it's very easy to follow his structure and his system and uh it goes a long way and that's how i i can teach somebody who's very advanced or someone who's not advanced at all so you uh, when you do real estate because ally quinta does real estate right i do I, different than he does he oh, sells he buys and sells i only i, I he does it for people. He's a real estate agent. agent, right? Yeah, I'm actually a buyer and a seller. Oh, okay. So like, you want to yeah. own? Yeah, I'm an owner. And you'll flip. So what you do you buy something, you put money into it, and flip it and sell it? Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you lost money doing that at all? Nah, not really. I, I I like I like doing the rental stuff because you can't really lose doing that. I get attached to shit too easy. I yeah. buy something and like it and be like, fuck, yeah, keep no, it. I wanna, yeah, that's my problem. Too. I want to live in it. Yeah. You get attached to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's some other fights that are. Uh, uh, Dana White. Oh, Jared Cannonier. Did we say that Jared Cannonier no, is making that. his uh, his middleweight debut, and he's on short notice, and he's fighting Branch. So it's still. Oh, oh, oh I didn't hear that. Who? Yeah, Dave, uh, Jared Cannonier. Who's that now? He fought at light heavyweight uh, in the UFC. He's actually Wait, fought I, as a heavyweight said, as well. But I said, "Who's that now?" Jimmy put his hands up. <laughs> what, did you no, do no, this? no, 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 not like that. Like I, I wasn't sure what you meant. Like, oh, uh, like I know you know no, the name. No, no, oh. no. I thought you were going like get with it. No, no, no. I Jimmy, just, if I you ever wanted to smack me in the back of the head, I would never get mad. I wasn't mad. Though. I wouldn't get mad because it's not going to hurt that much. And I know you do it because you just want me to get my act together. No, it's but I didn't feel that way. All right, Jimmy. Uh, he, by the way, he was also he is taking it on short notice, obviously, <laughs> yes. but he was preparing to fight uh, Alessio DeCarico, who just fought Julian Marquez 
that was his last fight. Anyway, he was preparing for a fight, so he's it's not like he's coming off the couch. And coming off nothing, right. Yeah. Who did Canyonier just fight? Yeah. He, he fought the biggest 205er I've ever seen. Yeah, it was Dominic Reyes. <laughs> that was insane, yeah. that matchup. He's Wait. the smallest 205er, and that guy was tremendous. Oh, that yeah. Was, that's a 205. Yep. Yeah, he fought him at 205. It was insane. What are we talking about with Branch? That So, Cannoneer, because Jacare is stepping up to fight Wideman, yes. that left Branch without an opponent. Yes. Cannoneer is stepping in to fight Branch. And he's yeah. a he's the same. He's a middleweight. They're fight. both yes, his debut middleweight, at middleweight. But that's oh, okay. his debut at middleweight. Yeah. Oh, his debut at yeah. middleweight. Correct. But he really, and like Ryan's saying, he is... Probably should be a middleweight. Can you show me him on here? Yeah. I want to, because I like that. We have so many guys. And then I'm going to go, oh, it's him. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know him by his nickname, the Killer Gorilla. Oh, why don't you, dude, let me tell you something about McGill. I think I, he fought. I, I, had those, I had those lyrics right from the Lynch Mob. I had it right. Oh, very good. I had it right. I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> About uh, McGillow Gorilla is not a killer. I had that right, but go ahead. Am I wrong when he, he walks out to that? Uh, the first time I heard that Jay Z Kanye song, which is old, I'm, I'm really way. I think it was him recently. Oh yeah, no church in the wild. No, that it was in it, Vegas. It wasn't him, but I. I, I oh, I got to, to the bottom. I was at a, a, a kid's birthday party, my kid's uh, friend's birthday party, and then there was some older kids from the dance, some high school girls, and I asked them what ham means. Yeah, hard as mother. Yeah, that's it. It's hard as a mother. Does it really? Yeah. When would they use ham? Because I always thought it meant fun and enjoying the spotlight. I, 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 listen, <laughs> I didn't. I, that's what I, that, it could be being a ham. Yeah. I could be a bit of a ham. What do they say? He's ham? Will they say that about somebody? You're, you're well, go, when, I ham, T-Wood, yeah. when I was talking to T Wood, when I was talking to T Wood, let me call him T Wood. T Wood. <laughs> yeah. Is it his nickname? Ty, yeah. Tyron. Tyron. Uh, what? Yeah. I'm yes. just, I'm with Ty, Tyron Woodley, the champ. Mm-hmm. And he said something was ham. So I was, I tried to just go with it. He started licking his lips. He was like, I love ham. I was like, oh, fucking ham, <laughs> bacon. I'm not into ham. I like fucking nice turkey bacon. Yeah, I'm more of a turkey. I'm more I like, of a, I'm bacon, a turkey bacon uh, yeah. guy. I prefer it too because the pigs are so smart. I feel bad for them yeah. now. I like pigs. Huh? Really? Yeah, they're really smart. And yeah, they're also delicious. Phenomenally tasty. <laughs> that was stupid on their part. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, used to have, I used to be addicted to pigs. Especially around three forty-five in the morning, around on Friday nights. But listen to me, fuck! I got over that shit. And I'm a married man. Happily, <laughs> fucking happily. Uh, happily. Jimmy, it was Curtis Millinder came out to No Church in the White. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, first time I, I heard that song was that. I, I'm like, I am really fucking old, and I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, well, actually, ha- that's where that <coughs> ham comes from. It's from that album. All right, Is it? I, yeah. I have something to uh, ask um, Ryan Lafleur. Yeah. MGK or Eminem? Go. Eminem. Uh, All right. Are you are you familiar with Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, you know, I I, I kind of let's like, talk about I, it. I I, I did like his. Uh, it's not bad. His, yeah, I did like rap it. devil. I, yeah, I thought it was Be pretty good. Do- God, I'm a rap devil. It's the only I, word I, I watched it a bunch of times too because I thought it was really it's fun. Good. Yeah, it was fun. Got to get in on this. And What's I was kind of Jimmy. Kinda a good rap beef is fun. I, I I like a good rap beef. I didn't necessarily <laughs> care about theirs. I heard both songs. Yeah. I liked them. I thought Eminem Kill was shot. better. Yeah, you like Kill Shot better, huh? Yes, but I prefer Pusha T destroying Jake. That was a yeah. rap. Uh, Drake. That was a yeah. fucking rap yeah. battle. I love. I don't it. even know that one. Or fucking uh, who Remy Ma destroying. Uh, yeah, Remy Ma. Uh, oh God! Oh, don't tell me who she is. Oh my God! Not Cardi B. Who the no, fuck did uh, she just kill? Nicki. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Oh man, I'm missing all one. this shit, man. Those were really. I want to be in on this, man. I'm with it. I'm hip. 
I don't like a Remy good Ma natured one. Oh. Well, you know what? After, but after it's done, like it just ended at those. Like they, neither one of them was like that good where they they could just cut it off. Can they I needed push to push your tease though. Was, hey. There's no way to come back from no, that. No, that was amazing. There was no way to rebound from that, and there's no way to rebound from the the one she the beating she gave Nicki Minaj. There was nothing yeah, Nicki Minaj good, could yeah, say. That was good too, yeah. And Remy might even put another one out after that, but nobody cared because the first one was so yeah. just she yeah. murdered her. Did you um? Did you ever hear the Champ song? Oh. The champ song. <laughs> what is it? You never heard the T Wood song? No. We got a cease and desist. No. We can't play it. We can't. Play. You guys? No. Are, oh, you guys just hate it? No. The lawyers gave us cease and desist about playing the music. Jimmy just winked at him. Really? They don't want to. They think it's not fun anymore. <laughs> I know, guys. I get it. I know we played it a lot. Damn, do I like a good damn me? You know we what? Have, we actually do have a verse from from Mike Omania who who wrote a custom verse for Matt. Okay, and, and I, can't we play? play can't we play uh, Platinum's verse? Why don't you? I, I didn't, who, Mike Perry has a verse. Mike I know. Perry has a great. Mike Perry's awesome. He's rapping too. He had a, he did good. I think he did real. And also, I think Brian Kelter might have did one. Brian yeah. Kelleher, yeah, Kelleher. Uh, that's what yeah. I said. He wrote one to us. Listen, yeah. maybe just for the sake of the UFC unfiltered army. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. They, they are ferocious. I can't do the fucking on-field at all. Yes. Even though there is an Instagram of that. Yeah. And they say it's more like a fucking, just a regimen. <laughs> 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 don't shit on us. Jimmy, don't shit on us. People really like what we do here. They do. I wouldn't they call them do. an army. They like what we do here. They're not ferociously um, loyal. This is what I think we should you do. deserters. I think we should just play a little bit of the first song. So he knows what we're talking about, Ryan LaFleur. Yeah. Like the original song you're saying? You want to play a little? Holy fuck, Ryan. I don't know. Well, you said the first song. That is the Tara Woodley one. It's T Wood's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play that. And then we'll, yeah, because then we don't know what to play. Yeah. It's fun, Jimmy. You want to have fun? I'm having fun. Ah. 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 Best one to wait in the world. Ryan LaFleur. Talk about me. Come on, listen to this. I can't help it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Now you should sing the verse. Yeah. What, me? Yeah. Can't fuck with me? I just like the little hooks here and there. Like, like, like the hook. I'll beat your ass. I'll say that. I'll beat your ass. Ready? I'll tell you what. It's not bad so far, but the hook is bad. I can't. Wait till, the, I can't, wait till T-Wood comes in. Coming. You oh, don't like the hook. Ryan, you don't, Ryan, you don't like the hook. Am I trying to listen to the microphone? Nigga, beat Fruit punch. He's not sweet. But every he says you'll see in 3D. We all see in 3D. Don't we all see in 3D? I'm gonna correct Tyler. All right, all right, that's good. Listen to me. I want to hear Mike I, Perry rap. Yo, how about somebody tell somebody hit me up? Hey, uh, I love T Wood's song. The first hundred times you played it, right. you're blocked. That was Dean Thomas. Who you're blocked. <laughs> I blocked. I think I blocked Dean Thomas a long time. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear Mike Perry rap now. Yeah, I, I you got to go to the platinum. Mike Perry's one, and I'll tell you right now, he's good. 
I'll tell you, he's that one was good. Bad. I didn't like the hook. The hook he liked the song more than the hook. You don't like the I'll Beat Your Ass? I don't know, man. It's a little corny? Yeah, it's a little Call him corny. Come out of retirement. Listen, you're not done yet. Yeah, I mean, if they want me to fight it, I'll definitely come out of retirement for that First, one of the. I saw Ryan LaFleur. He's known for his striking. I seen him do a rolling umaplata. You know what a rolling umaplata is, Jimmy? I do not. Jimmy, let me talk to you about this for a second. Let's say you're going around for a single leg on all fours, mm -hmm. like this. I face the same way as you, and I do a forward roll, and I got you in an umaplata. That's what Ryan LaFleur did. I seen it at the ring of combat, and I replayed it in my head. And I think it's awesome. So wait, explain. That guys on the UFC. That was, against, that was against Ponzinibbio in the UFC. That, wait, no, wait, you did that in the UFC? Yeah. Wait. No, oh. but you also did that. <coughs> you didn't do that? I did a calf slicer in the ring. That's combat. what the fuck you... I suck. But yeah. you don't, because that is awesome. You did a calf slicer in the... And where? Ring combat. And in the UFC, you did the... The, the, roll, roll. the rolling one product. Can you explain how that is again? Guys on hands and knees in front of you going for... No, I was on my back. The guy was trying to punch me. So I kind of slipped his punch, threw my leg over his shoulder, and swept him through. Okay. It was awesome. Thanks. I want him to look it up. What are you doing? I'm looking for the Mike Perry Yeah, verse. we did ask him to find Mike Perry. We did. Yeah. We did. We did. I can't, I, I I can't stay tracked. mad at him. He can only do one thing at a time. <laughs> it's true. I'm, all right. What do you think my... Uh, all right, the, Team Chris, the producer. A couple of fights that have been announced. Uh, Corey Anderson, the leader of the TV. Uh, that's a really, really good fight. Yeah, December 29th. That. That's good. That's a really good yeah. fight. And uh, Katzingano against Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson. Ooh. That is... Um, uh, UFC 222. Oh, that's uh, uh, Jones Gustafson 232. That's interesting. Also the 29th from Vegas. That's shaping up to be a really great that card. That is interesting. Can we see that card, uh, Chris? Sure. Uh, was it and, so far? And that's Kat moving up to the featherweight division. So she's moving up to 145. Ah. Well, she's a powerful, powerful yeah. girl. Yeah. I, I like Kat Kitsingano a Me lot. Me too. I'm a big fan. She's cool. Uh, what are we looking well, at? Well, how much do you think oh. fucking... Uh, uh, a fucking Volkov is kicking himself for that Derek Lewis knockout. Eleven oh seconds, and he was winning the Isn't fight. Not Volkov. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Volkov. Alexander Volkov. Yeah. Is yeah. that? Oh, it was him. Oh, yeah. What the fuck am yeah. I talking about? No, no, no. Yeah, uh, but, but I mean, seconds. you might be thinking of uh, Volkan Uzdemir. That's who I. Yeah. That's who I am. That, that was a fucking. What a heartbreak. I mean, I respect the fact that he didn't just dance away. But no. how do you let Lewis uncork on you with eleven seconds left? What especially a heavyweight man. Anything. Anything. One. Yeah. One punch. Especially Lewis, who hits so hard. I mean, you know. I can't wait. That's the main card? The yeah. Whole thing? Uh, well, this, uh, the, these are just oh, the fights that are locked in right now. Coleman's got to be Cyborg, Amanda. I, I totally forgot about yeah. that fight. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I want to see. I, I'm, I am. Oh, that's a good fight. Condit versus uh, 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 Michael Chiesa, yes. And also, I am interested, very interested to see BJ Penn versus Ryan Hall. Me too. Of course, there's going to be a lot of grappling in that. Yeah, but you know, I think BJ... I think his best days are. I know, yeah, but but Ryan's. I don't believe he's gonna hurt him standing up, and he'll, and Ryan always loves to grapple. Yeah. And BJ's an no, old school jujitsu guy, yeah, so I style. I don't want to see him take punishment either. I love BJ Penn. Me too. I'm fought him. I literally fought him almost twenty years ago, yeah, yeah. and he's a good friend of mine. I like him a lot as a person, and uh, it's amazing he's still in there. <laughs> you know, but I but this is a great fight for him. Yeah, you're right. I guess it's it about. Is, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's gonna come down to. You know what's going on on the floor? New new school jujitsu versus old school jujitsu. Really? I mean, it is, it is, and well, and I'm really interested in seeing it. You've seen a little a match that comes to mind like that. With that is a uh, Mars. Uh, is it Marcin Held versus uh, Diego Sanchez when 
Marcin was kept oh, looking yeah. for the leg locks, yeah. and Diego was extremely flexible, much like BJ, and would get out and get a dominant position. Right. Where in class you could still just roll out and get another, but then he start beating the shit out of him. Yeah, right. It was awesome, man. I love seeing a nice chess game on the floor. But then uh, Held won that fight, right? Who did? No, no, uh, Diego won did that it? fight. I don't know. Oh, 100%. I tried to act like I knew what was going on. Did, but, uh, did you? <laughs> oh, no. hey, hey, listen, welcome to my you world. You had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> I took a chance. Uh, did you find it? I did, yeah. This is Platinum Mike. Now, I think uh, like Tyron had a, um, a contest or something, didn't he? For people to do a verse to his song? I think so. I uh, I'm not sure, but I mean. But it, either way, yeah. this is Platinum Mike Perry. Uh, doing a verse to uh, I'll Beat Your Ass. But before we do that, I'm happy about Lewis and Hall. Uriah Hall, they're putting on this big card again. Yeah. He was so good against Costa. Even though he lost, he still looked great against Paulo Costa. Yeah, that was a great fight. Yeah. I miss you, Uriah Hall. Yeah, I do too. So I'm happy to well, see we him on this. we got to get him on here. Yeah, we'll get him on before that fight for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's play this. Platinum I Perry. No. Beat your ass. Uh, okay, beat him on God, though. Talk slip, move quick like a Vato. One hand behind my back with my eyes closed. You can't fuck with me, yeah, I know. Look, I'll smash your girl, boy. Pull out her horse hair. Fuck up your world, though. With mental warfare. You calling Uber. You click on ride share. I'm pulling up in luxury. I got you in my crosshairs. You know that you can't fuck with me. By the way, pause. It's he should have reversed those. He should have done the crosshairs first, and then you're uh, cool ride and Uber share. and using ride share. I am, That's really good, I'm though. I'm very upset that you posted. <laughs> I was so feeling it. Uh -huh. I just had to jump and in there. And Jimmy okay. just shit all over my good mood. No, I'm enjoying it very much. It's great. Hit it! I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm probably you. just another one of your nightmares. I'm obviously moving up with the right chairs. Big table sitting on nice chairs with the boss players. We stay making enemies, but we stay getting money. It's little plotty in the building. How you feeling? Boy, I'm chilling. Don't be grilling. Oh, I'm killing. If you fuck with platinum, oh, I'm sorry. that's why the white No, it's not bad. It's okay. It's a little, I, yeah, they could have been a few lines. I, I, I enjoyed it. I Ryan, they should have reversed Ryan, those, those verses, though. It's up to you. Look, there's the boo. There's the longo clap, which isn't exactly the Weidman clap. Weidman's, he did well. Right. The longo clap is just, you know, how I clap for longo. Yeah, I give him a five. So, so press whatever, whatever you want to press. You're in charge. <laughs> that was one clap. One clap. <laughs> okay. Ryan LaFleur said he's all right. Well, well, it started off good, and then he started dragging le like words. Sometimes like, dragging words, money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's hard. Yeah. Unless he was kind of freestyling all that. It's better I than me it. though, so I'll give it. I'll give him way better than me. I'll give myself a one. We well, Jimmy, what do you think? How do you think he did, Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy, I Platinum Mike Perry's a serious dude. No, I give. I would, Jimmy. What do you think he did with <laughs> Ah? Brave Jimmy. I would brave give him. A, I would Jimmy. Give, I would give Mike. The guy's a nice, got tattoos uh, on his face. Yeah. I would give so is don't a, touch that fucking when people hear this what are they gonna say when they when they hear Mike Perry's song are they gonna go crazy in the club what is the club get, Jimmy's a dick uh, Jimmy no, no I, very fast crickets are gonna show up I hope very I'm with you crickets. just to make sure I can talk to Mike Perry go Mike calm down listen he's a good guy he might not like your rap and I asked Jimmy again. I go, Jimmy, think about it. Do you really want to? Uh, he might come up to you, Jimmy. What are you going to do if he comes up? Don't, Jimmy. Don't fucking laugh, Jimmy. It ain't fucking funny, first of all. It's not, yeah, it's funny now, Jimmy. Yeah, it's well, funny now until he sees you. Well, this, you. coupled with how you didn't like his last fight either. I mean, that was. Oh, the Paul Felder fight? Yeah, you didn't like how. A real dud. No, oh, Jimmy thought he, I go, Jimmy, he did good. Jimmy goes. 
All right. Please. Two guys avoiding each other for three rounds. Now, Engano Lewis, that was a good fight. <laughs> All right, we like that fun. All right, I'm the only guy to like. I like, I don't, but I said no, I, I liked it. I liked it, I, I liked it too. I, 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 I thought the end of it. Hold on, the, the end of it. Yeah. I, I agree with Ryan. It dragged a little bit, but I did like the beginning. I thought it was great. Apparently, your fingers are telling a different story with this fucking clip. This There's fucking four of my fingers are in my hiney. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Do me a favor. Uh -huh. Brian Kelter. Kelleher? Yes, him too. Brian Kelter. Tell me. <laughs> yeah, my favorite song is Helter Kelleher. <laughs> well, why, why don't we play Michael Mania sent this this verse in for you specifically? Oh, a um, version for me. Who did that? Mike who? Mike Omania. That's on his Instagram? Yeah. He's a uh, fan of uh, he's the fan of this show. He's a fan of the show, yeah. I know he is. I told him. To, I told him this. Do, do you want to hear what he? He's what? Like, it's, yes. only, it's only a minute. <laughs> right. I didn't tell him to put this in. But who he's is, a fan. Who is Mike? Just a regular guy. Yeah, he's just a, a guy who listens to the a show. A guy who listens to the show it. and he's a, a fan of mine. Okay. He doesn't like me. But it doesn't. The, the verse doesn't really make sense. You you listen to it? Of course I did. He <laughs> sent it to me. <laughs> I can't lie, Ryan Lafleur. Yeah, he sent it to me, and I go look. I go, dude, I can't bring this up on air. I'll be a braggot. I go, send it to Christopher. This. Yeah, which he said. He's like, and he did. I go, maybe the opposite. But I, I was going to pretend like I didn't hear it yet, but I can't. I'm not a good liar. Go! <laughs> oh, I like this hook, though. I like this hook. Yeah. <laughs> I like this hook. Let's see what he says. I want to hear it. Yeah, I will say it takes a minute for him to get into his own verse. He uses a lot of the. Yeah, hold on. Let me pop in my head. Let me just pop in my head. All right. Yeah, that's him. That's Mike. Like an abusive dad, beat your ass with just a jab. Beat it like MJ, real bad. Hit you so hard, make you look drunk. Honestly, you don't want none. Ain't no doubt, I'll beat your ass like Matt Sarah did to that drunk dude in that restaurant. Beat a bully up like Karate Kid, and I ain't even gotta do no Karate Kid. Don't talk much, let my fist speak. Like Nyko, they hit, you'll be dead sleep. I like that. Ended quick. I, it was like an Eminem. It was everything. It almost had an Eminem. Ryan, that wasn't me. It almost had an Eminem vibe to it. It had an Eminem vibe to it. I was falling asleep. Ryan doesn't like Ryan's a tough critic. If this was the voice, Ryan would not be turning the fucking chair around. I liked it because he kept it simple and he kept it short. Listen, this is the problem, though. And he mentioned Matt's name. I like that. An extra I like that, but I didn't beat the guy's ass. I just kind of controlled him. So it kind of doesn't really fit. Because if you're going to say, I beat yeah, your right, ass like him, right. then what are you going to do? Just control a guy yeah. from out? You're going to sit on someone? <laughs> sit on I just sat on a guy. <laughs> you know? Ryan LaFleur, if that was you in the situation, would you have just controlled him or would you have gave him a fucking Henry Hoof kick to the fucking head? I don't know about a Henry Hoof kick, but I might have I tickled him. That would have been funny if you would have tickled him. Tickled him. <laughs> yeah. But then I got to get, he didn't piss me off enough. Like yeah. to do something like, in other words, like if I would have let to go of his hands him. to pick, no, no. If I would have let go of his wrist to tickle him, and let's say he's, Punched up and hit me in my lip, and now I'm mad, and now I'm gonna have to start unloading on his face like he's Pete's breath. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get flashbacks to Tough Four. I'm gonna fucking tomahawk his ass. Now, plus, you get sued. You know, yeah, well, Matt yeah. did it really smart. You, you handled it so good. Oh, it was it was good actually, for and it was fun to watch. It was fun. It was like you were kind of funny about it. Like you a know? kid, like, 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 like okay, well, he was right. threatening me. Yeah, he got it was funny. Stuck. I don't know if I'd be funny if I did it. It would, you know, it's my one kids or the were other. There too, Ryan. Yeah. You know how that is. It's you don't want to get kids upset. Yeah, my nine-year-old's crying. Right. 
and I locked eyes with my seven year old. And at right. one point, I told her, like, it's okay. And people still thought I was talking to the guy. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Okay. And everyone's seen a guy like that in a restaurant, some drunken jerk off, <laughs> loud. People are afraid of him. I mean, yeah. I would be like worried. And then to see a guy handle him and, and be playful about it, like, oh, that's, it really did take him down yeah, Brian, to a, a very, very unimpressive level I, easily. I believe that if Ryan LaFleur was there, he knows his role as a martial artist. Now listen, Ryan, you might not say this, but I'm going to say we're like superheroes. Right. Ryan? Right. I, Ryan, don't think I'm kidding around. We have, are you laughing? Yeah, no, I'm not we laughing. Have an, we have abilities. I'm agreeing with you listen with, to me. with my chest pounded Listen out. to me. On this side of the room, we have abilities where other guys. How am I kidding? You guys fucking, fucking call the police. But my thing is this. That is true. My thing, Chris, as, long as, my, as long as my finger and three buttons the on the phone work. <laughs> my thing is, we have a responsibility, I feel, to, to, yeah. to, 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 to like step in when something like that happens. Yeah. Guys about to smack a waiter or something, we can stop it. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah. You know? Or um, we could just let shit go down. Or you could be like Peter Parker when he was a little bit of a, of, of, of a cunt. And uh, that's a little hard. Cunt. No, that's fair. But. He let that, you know, hey, he got wronged by the guy who didn't want to pay him for that wrestling match. So he lets the big guy go. He could have stopped him. Hey, it ain't my problem. Guess what? Fast forward five minutes. Uncle Ben's dead. Yeah. Uncle Ben's dead because you didn't want to step up, Spidey. And now what? Yeah. Well, now you're one of the best heroes ever. So maybe Uncle Ben had to be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Sacrifice. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Robinhood is a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. Now, other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You get to trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, with easy-to-understand charts and market data, you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. The Robinhood web platform also lets you view stock collections like the 100 most popular sectors, the entertainment and social media, and curated categories like female CEOs, not to mention analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every stock. You can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with your personalized news feed. And now Robinhood is giving our listeners free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at unfiltered.robinhood.com. That's unfiltered.robinhood.com. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up Podcast. 
very special mini post-game seven episode of Pull Up, an epic game seven in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Let's get back to uh, something. Uh, Derek Lewis. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get Michelle on the phone. I want to talk about Derek Lewis's fight with with, uh, Cormier. I love Derek Lewis. Yes. I'm taking, uh, not that we have to pick this early, but I I think Cormier in the second round. Yeah. And it's not that Derek Lewis can't defend, but Cormier. Has two uh, fucking granite a chin, yeah. and uh, I think we'll get to him and be able to take him down. And Cormier is just unstoppable on the floor. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that. Then again, I'm sorry, man. I'm wrong about all this stuff. I mean, I think it's going to be this, and it turns out no one saw Khabib Connor going around I mean, four. No but, one saw Ngannou Lewis being a decision. But I, I mean, he's just so much bigger than him. Derek Lewis is just so much bigger yep. than him. You know what I mean? If he, even if he blocks the punch that's coming at him, you know. I but I still think. So, uh, so you think Lewis? Has, you think Lewis may knock him out? Yeah, but I don't think he's got that good of a chance. Hi, Michelle. How's it going? We're very good. How are you? You know, hanging in there, living the life. Yeah, well, the, you must be feeling good. The last time we spoke to you was before your uh, Felice Herrick fight. <laughs> yeah, I feel great. Cloud nine, Michelle. Cloud nine. Cloud eight. What are you up to now? What cloud? <laughs> I, I'd say a good eight and a half. We're getting there. <laughs> it's it's good. It used like for a good month after. And we also have Ryan LaFlair with us in studio. Hey Michelle. Hello. He was just saying on the way here and he didn't say it on air yet. That's funny. But uh, we were talking and I told him you're going to be on and he said that uh he spent a lot of time with you and your husband. I guess where were you guys? Just in Vegas. In we, Vegas. We of course you were in night. Vegas. Yeah. You fought on the Not same a lot night. of time. We just you know on the bus over there and at the PI, you know. <laughs> And, yeah, it's we, not like we, we went out to like, dinner. We were um, we were fight week buddies. <laughs> and he was saying, "What a genuinely nice person you are." Do you develop those type of relationships? We become fight week buddies with someone who you're seeing on the same card. I think so. I think it, you know. Um, sometimes we get so far removed from the other people that are fighting on the card, or or other fighters in general that aren't in our camp. That when you when you get to know them through throughout fight week, when you're cutting weight and and this and that, it, it's it's it's, it's refreshing to know that there are other people just like you all around the world. <laughs> and you guys will stay in the same hotel as the person you're fighting, right? They don't split you up like that. Yeah, it's the same hotel. Okay, they, didn't split, they didn't split us up. I think they, they kept Connor and Khabib different, in different places. Uh, wow. Yeah, probably because of his camps, too. The, the camps around him, the, you know, I think that was a smart move. Michelle saw me in a very vulnerable state. The first day, I got, I got in almost a fist fight with the, with the, the driver <laughs> to go to the PI. What happened? The guy, the guy never showed up to pick us up. Was it the they, same company that fucked Matt? Yeah, literally. Not literally. <laughs> you can't prove that, first of all. <laughs> it was just, you know, we're hangry. Yeah. We're trying to cut weight, and the the driver kind of um, jumped. Like he he like raised his voice to Ryan, and 
or to all of us, basically, oh. he was like, I was right here. Oh, and fuck, forget me that. And, me and Ryan looked at each other like, no, you weren't. We like we were literally standing outside waiting for the bus for like 30 minutes. He's and, uh, yeah. yeah, we started, cur- I started cursing. And he's like, please don't curse, yeah, mister. I'm like, right. <laughs> now I feel like a dick. He's asking, you know, he, he big timed me. He big timed you? Uh, yeah. Called he told you me mister? not to curse. I'm like, am oh, I cursing at the guy? Even though he was yelling at me, but I'm going to so wait, but, he, but he was lying about being there because he, he didn't want to get in trouble for being late. Lying, he was a lying ass. Exactly. Um, well, now, you know what? Good for him. He was late or he took off. Like, yeah. he, he was either late or he took off yeah. earlier than he needed to and took some other fighters there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, you say I was right there. What do you think? I don't see a bus. It's like, I'm not that yeah. stupid. I can see a bus if it's right. here. If it wasn't, well, it here. was. It was a weird setup too. The way it was, they didn't tell us where the bus was, and there was like seven buses in a row. It was a miscommunication. Okay, that happened. Hundred percent, that guy's fault. Yes, it was. <laughs> now, uh, what's the closest you've come, Michelle, to having a real life confrontation? I, I always wonder how fighters, how you guys just don't hit people all the time. Because if I could fight, you bet I would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the least confrontational person ever. I'm always the one trying to calm everybody else down. <laughs> you are. Oh, that's nice. I am. Um, you think just because she puts her, her foot in people's face in the cage that she's uh, starting trouble? No, but just in real life, there's so many assholes and there's so it's many true. people that cut you off and so many. Right. I was in Houston driving, and two times I tried to cut the line, and those Texas people <laughs> don't play fucking games. One guy made me laugh because he looked at me and he did the tisk tisk finger, uh, like the back and forth, yeah. and he was laughing, and I'm like, "Yep, he got me." I was trying to be a dick, and he shut me down. But if I could have fought, I would have followed him. And I was trying to pass in the sh- <laughs> but I was trying to pass in the shoulder, and the guy did the dick move of pulling out and just stopping, uh, and like and like and like driving halfway in the shoulder, and ha- he did exactly what I wish I had the balls to do when people use the shoulder. Uh, right, but you handle that stuff pretty well. Yeah, um, you know, people. I, I I come from a long line of people who have road rage in my family. My mom and my sister will will reach over and honk the horn for me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that chalked that up to being an Asian driver. Now, have they, have they ever had uh, a, a, a confrontation with a person, or is it always just honking? Um, well, my mom has definitely gotten out of the car and, and yelled at somebody in the parking lot for sure. That's scary. Yeah. What is, what is, uh, what do you do when your mother is shouting at somebody in the parking lot? Do you try to get in it? Or is it a guy or a, a woman? I kind of like, I just, um, I let her do her thing because then she'll, she'll get upset even more. So I, I let her yell at the people and I kind of stand like behind her and look at the person and, and try to make eye contact and just kind of like mouth that I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now your mother, now when she's not behind the wheel, is she a very, like very calm, nice lady or? Uh, no. Oh my goodness. See, I was no. thinking cause my wife is like that. She's just so quiet and nice. And, uh, and then she gets behind the wheel and holy shit, man. The animal comes out. My little kids would be in their little like pretend cars when they were smaller, like yelling, like, ah, yeah, like, like knucklehead. And it's like, oh my God, they're acting like their mother. It's crazy. And she's, and I go, no. one day she's going to cut off somebody, that she, not cut off somebody, but she's going to be yelling at somebody yeah. and then they're going to make eye contact. And it's going to be somebody like in her religion class that she teaches or something. <laughs> and I go, they're going to find you out. <laughs> so wait, you, your mom, your mom is uh, not typically calm and nice. No, my mom, she's, she's, she's very sweet. She always, this is her line, like, when I'm good, I'm good, okay. But when I'm bad, I'm bad, okay. I double shit on you. <laughs> I, I double what? Double shit. I'll double shit I, on I, you. I, I, I'll double shit on you. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. What an awesome expression. Yeah. I've never heard that. What does that mean? I'll double shit on you. Well, not just one shit. She won't just shit once on you. She's getting it twice. It's right after you wipe off the first one, <laughs> yep. she's going in for She's got two. another log ready. Good for mom. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so you watched her yell at people. Okay, now how about other people in your family? Were, were your parents, uh, were they disciplinarians or no? Um, my dad, my dad's a military man. So like anytime we got in trouble, it was always like drop and give me 20. Um, and so, and my mom just like, um, spanked us with wooden spoons and, and, um, frozen bagels, you know, like stuff like that. Frozen bagels? You make me hungry. I'm starving. Jesus Christ. That's the way a cop beats you down in the station with a bag of frozen peas. You know, just things that don't fucking leave marks. We were like, um, I remember we were packing to go camping, and it was just a weekend trip, and she was, like, packing, like, silverware and pots and pans. She was, like, bringing the rice cooker and sheets for, for, like, the beds. And I was like, Mom, what are you doing? We're only going for two days. And she looked at me, and she was like, what? What do you say? <laughs> and, like, she went in the kitchen. She couldn't find any of the wooden spoons, so she opened the freezer and pulled out a bag of frozen bagels. Nice. <laughs> and beat you with a bagel? She she came back into the living room and she like whipped it and threw it at me and cracked it's me right like, in the head. It's kind of like when they, they take socks and they take bars of soak in socks. That's great. You got beaten like pile in Full yeah. Metal Jacket. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's very similar. It's like the Asian version of that. So wait, now, now your dad is military. Is he, How does he feel about his daughter fighting? Is, is there a thing where dads don't want their daughters fighting when you first said this is what you want to do or was he fine with that? I think, like, out of every, like, my, my mom and my dad, it's definitely harder for my dad to watch because he just doesn't like to see me get, like, hit. But, um, you know, we grew up doing martial arts, and he was always very supportive. And so I think he's just supportive that I am following my dreams, you know? Yeah. And how long did it take him to realize this is her dream and this is what she's going to do? Um, I think he knew right away because, you know, coming from college, like, I, I graduated top 10 in my class. I was going to really prestigious college. I was still like I was while I was in college and decided to drop out. I had a three point eight, um, and um, so when I gave that up to, to fight, he knew that I was serious. What was your major? I was double majoring in theater and sports science. Wow. Okay, that's what an interesting double major. Why theater and sports <laughs> science? I get the sports science part tied in with fighting. Yeah. Why theater? Um, because I got a scholarship for it, and so if I needed, if I wanted to to take the scholarship, I had to major in it. Are you a good actress? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. I'm a bit rusty, but um, theater was definitely something I um, I partook in a lot, at, like as you know, as a young adult. Well, you know, you you might be able to use that because a lot of times fighters get roles in uh, in movies. They're looking for yeah. for fighters. So if, if you can act, I mean, you you got one leg up on a, a lot of, a lot of people who will, will be offered those roles. Yeah, I think that would be something awesome that I can transition into when I'm done fighting. Now, did you do the uh, stage? I guess you did stage. You did plays. Yeah, I, I did a lot of plays, musicals, um, improv. West Side Story? I did do West Side <laughs> you Story. You did? Um, I did. I did West Side Story. Love that. <laughs> I actually yeah, helped like choreograph a lot of the dances because I was just like good at like putting together stuff on, um, for choreographing, maybe because of my martial arts background. But uh, yeah. So wait, would you have to sing those songs too? Like when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how it goes. Yeah, yeah, right. cigarette. Was, what? You're a jet to your last cigarette. <laughs> you're a jet to your, just, That's not how it goes. When you're a jet. You're when a you're jet. a jet, you're a jet all the way to your last cigarette. To the, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the rest. How does it go, Michelle? I think, go. I, 
I have no idea. It's been so long. All right. I think you were onto something, though. I think I, well, I think me and me and LaFleur could take this on yeah, the road. We, we got this. Take this nowhere. <laughs> Wait, and you also, Michelle, you said you also did uh, improv. Now, you, were you in an improv troupe, or was that just uh, it was comedy improv? No, I, no, I've never done comedy improv. Although I think it might be something fun to kind of venture into. Either has Dean um, Thomas. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it just just through school, you know, um, different type of like after school programs and stuff like that. Did you like improv? Was it fun to do? Because God, do I hate watching it? I probably like you doing it, but Dean Thomas, oh my! Listen, I don't know what I listen. People try to describe hell, and I don't. Know, I, I can't. I can't describe. I would only say, look, the closest I would be to watch Dean Thomas do an improv. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like to attack my friend. But do you enjoy doing it? Pretending you're a I, tree and shit? <laughs> what I think is fun about it is that it, it forces you to go outside of your comfort zone and forces you to think on your feet. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. Me watching it forces me to uh, be on my feet of how I'm going to fucking Hang in like, get out of, out of there. <laughs> if it's good, it's fun to watch. But if it's bad, it's impossible. Do you ever do Shakespeare? I was Puck in A Midsummer Night's Dream. Were you really? Now, did you understand? I watch Shakespeare very rarely because I don't understand what they're saying. So did you really grab what they're saying or did you just kind of learn the words the way somebody who's foreign will learn an American song through the way the, the, the mouth moves and the symbols but not even know what they're saying? I tried really hard to understand what I was saying just because I think it's easier when you're acting it out to understand what you're saying. Um, it, it was hard, for sure. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that have to dissect everything anyway. So if I'm studying something, I read it, and then I go back and I highlight it, and then I go back and I break each paragraph down, and I'm just oh, wow. I'm kind of obsessive that way. Now, when you are doing that, do you do that when you're watching tape on people fight? Um, I'm just talking to my, my sports psychologist about this, because sometimes I do, but I think it's more important to, to, be, to like use your imaginative brain than it is to use your like analytical brain and so when i i'll let i like i leave all the, the analytical stuff to my husband when we watch tape he, he's really good at breaking down tape but uh for me it's more I, I like to pretend that i'm in the fight and you know see different angles or what i would do if if i was the other person across from my opponent now, michelle we talked to you uh before your your herrick fight and i don't know if we discussed if jones had been announced yet i think we asked you about i know we were talking about the cowboy mike perry thing over jackson White. had uh had uh jackson White, had uh jones been uh announced yet when we spoke i don't think we talked about that i wanted to ask what your thoughts on that were yeah, I don't think he'd been announced, but we kind of um, we kind of knew that it was going to happen. And uh, you know, Jones has been in the gym, you know, always. He's always prepared. He's always training, whether it's in the gym or at his house. So, yeah, it, it's it's nice to have him. Um, you know, obviously, getting a fight announced it just kind of amplifies the motivation and amplifies the amount of, of training you put in. So it, it's nice to have him in the gym. Now, you did amazing versus Felice Herrig. You did awesome. And I, I'll tell you, she looked in great shape. And when she got you up against the cage and she got the double unders for a split second, I'm like, because I, I, I like Felice's grappling. I like yeah. yours as well. And I'm like, how is Michelle going to handle this? Man, you were so prepared with the wrestling and the jujitsu. Everything was on point. Was it just, was, was, did anything surprise you in there? No, I think that, you know, we, we tried to prepare for the best Felice that, that was going to present itself. And, and we knew that those are her strengths. Her strengths is 
um, with her wrestling is her, her high body locks and, and her, her trips. And so that's what we prepared for. And um, it worked. It did work. And did it work as, I mean, when she got you there, you're like, okay, what was going through the head? Was it muscle memory? Or was it like, this is what we prepared for. I have to do this, this, and this. Or it just took care of itself because you were used to being there. I think it just took care of itself. A mixture of um, like physical training. I have really good training partners that are that are super strong in that position. You know, Holly. That's one of Holly Holmes' favorite uh, takedowns is that high body lock turn. And so if I'm if if I'm struggling, if I'm able to hold up against Holly, then that gives me confidence going in there up against the leaves. And what do you think is next for you? Because the division is so stacked. Um, and, you know, what, what do you think you need to do to get a rematch with Rose? Um, I think I need to fight somebody that's above me in the rankings. Um, I'm, I'm looking to try to fight early next year. I'd like to fight Carolina, if, if at all possible. I think that'll be a good next match. Yeah, that'd be a great fight. Well, we're really happy that, uh, you know, you won your fight and you look great. And it's always good talking to you. So thanks for talking to us again yeah, so soon. Yeah, Michelle. Thank you. You guys always crack me up. I love talking to you. <laughs> All right, Michelle. We'll see you again, okay? Take care. Take care, Bye, Michelle. Bye. All right. Bye. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends over at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Let's talk about buying a home. It is an extremely stressful but important purchase, and it's one of the biggest events of your life. But today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher payments, which can turn a great experience into an anxious one. That's why Quicken Loans created their exclusive power buying process. Here's how it works. They check your income, assets, credit, they give you a verified approval. This gives you the strength of a cash buyer, making your offer more attractive to sellers. Once verified, you qualify for their exclusive rate shield approval. They're going to lock your interest rate up for 90 days while you shop for your new home. Then once you've found it, if interest rates have gone up, your rate stays the same. But if rates have gone down, here's the beauty. You get to keep the lower rate. Either way, you win. It's the kind of thinking you'd expect from America's largest mortgage lender. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered rate shield approval. Only valid on certain 30-day purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. I'm always fascinated with stuff that you guys do outside of fighting too like just uh paul felder i thought was a theater major too if i remember correctly yeah or broadcasting or something and there's so many other interests that fighters have and you watch somebody do such a difficult job and like and i can't picture her doing improv or something else it's just it's always interesting to me what you guys do yeah i'd probably do better at improv because the whole acting thing i don't know how to read so i think it would take <laughs> are you a bad reader <laughs> it would take longer for me to read the script and, and the improv I'll just are you of- dyslexic I'm probably a little bit of everything. No, no, you, you have, just your reading, comp- you said your ADD, your reading comprehension is bad? Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. I can read. Sure. I mean, I, you know, I read oh. to my kids, but my kids are really young. So yeah. you, you're not like Leroy thing. in the movie Fame, are yeah, you? No, no, I can, okay. I can read. I'm a college graduate, actually, but I, yeah, like, exactly. I, it doesn't. It, it'll take me a while to get it. If they told me what to say, then I'll say it, and I'll probably do a good job. With what it. is that? Like, I get it, too. I'm the same way. It's like, I read something, and it just, it, it's my mind is like, yeah. I want to get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there. I, I don't want to just <laughs> sit there and enjoy, that's got something to do with the way it's probably all the social media shit yeah. and the dumb phone and the fact that it's constant information right. going into your face 100% man I'll beat your ass in real life man I'll beat your ass in the studio Ryan I, I'm not drawing swords Ryan we're friends hi Jimmy hi Matt listen <laughs> let's talk about some news people because there's some juicy juicy gossip Chris producer has for us go 
Uh, well, Derek Lewis was talking about his fight against Daniel Cormier, which we started talking about before uh, yeah. we got on the phone with Michelle. And he said, I believe he's thinking this is going to be an easy fight for himself. Go ahead and think that. It's crazy I even made it this far without the training I put in before each and every fight. I'm serious. I don't stay in the gym each day like my opponents. I spent probably 30 minutes, <laughs> five minutes him. sitting, and five minutes on my phone posting memes and stuff. He's hilarious. Uh, basically saying, you know, Cormier should really take him seriously. And Cormier responded and said, of course I'm taking you seriously. Yeah, and Cormier's response was good. He's number two. He was nine, one nine of his last ten. I mean, yeah. he hits like a fucking freight train. No one doesn't take Derek Lewis right. seriously. There's um, no way. I just, think no Cormier's, way. I, I just think Cormier's got too many weapons, and he's, he's, he's going to take him on the ground. I just think once he's down, it's, it's a hard fight for Derek Lewis. Can I just say that I think... Uh, He's got a great sense of humor, and that I believe that a lot of it's shtick. And yep. he's, tra- he's obviously yeah, he does training. Train. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't I mean, be number two in the world and, and not train. Yeah, although against uh, against Volkov, you know, he was having a tough fight. Uh, I mean, he, Volkov was definitely winning that fight. Right. He had, yes, he had every reason to lose that fight. But he said his until back the last was totally seconds. messed up too going into again. That I thought his back was fixed. No, didn't they say his, his back was totally jacked? He's, his, he went into that fight saying, "I only got I only got five minutes." You know, hopefully, I knock him out. Derek he might Lewis. be right. Yeah, oh, yeah he goes shit. back and forth with that a lot, though, because he had said he had some treatment yeah. on it and he felt 100. Uh, percent He felt uh, better than yeah. ever. So who knows? We asked Dana about that when he did called you, in. Did yeah. you guys all catch what just happened? Did you? Chris, the producer, is calling bullshit on the Black Beast. No. Yeah, ballsy move, Chris. Are you saying anytime he loses, he uses an excuse? Chris, what do you think about Absolutely that? Not. Well, he won, so he wouldn't need an excuse. Don't, don't laugh at the guy. Don't laugh at this fucking guy. What do you think? He doesn't take it seriously? He only trains 30 minutes? What is your problem, Chris the producer, with the Black Beast? Because we're going to be talking to him soon. We are. We're going to be talking to him on uh, Thursday's show, yeah. So what is your problem with him? I have no problem with him. Okay. Why don't you like Derek Lewis? We like Derek Lewis. He's been a great guest when he was on the show. Why do you hate him so much? Too much power in his right hand. I don't like it. Yeah, you have no Um, respect for him. Do you think that that is the... Between the two of them, is that the biggest weapon in the fight? His power, does that outweigh Cormier's wrestling? wrestling? No. Well, I mean, you know what? Maybe because I think a, a one-punch knockout outweighs anything because right. it's one action. Right. Like, you know, to wrestle, you still have to take him down. You have to hold him down. You have to prevent him from getting... You know, a punch lands and... You it, get it there, right? You get knocked the fuck out or you don't. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I still don't think it's a bigger factor but than Cormier's Cormier, wrestling. But Cormier's got power, too. Yes, he does. Stipe, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that little short... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yo, man, I... Uh, I go to this nutrition place. Like it's uh, obvious, you I look go. great. Thank you so much, Jimmy. You're welcome. Little compliment for the nuts, I, uh, <laughs> and man, I, don't you just hate when you you think someone's like you? I, I enjoy talking to this one beefy, this beefcake guy. He always he works behind a thing. And he this beefcake guy. That sounds like the way a woman would describe it. this beef, beef beefcake guy. <laughs> Not a beefcake, like a sexy beefcake. He's like a beefy, like a strong guy. Oh yeah. no, dreamy, yeah. the dreamboat yeah, you were yeah. talking yeah, about. The dreamboat. Right. You, <laughs> you can just say handsome. Yeah, oh, beefcake. He's, he's a really a, sexy a, fellow. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a beefcake dreamboat. Go ahead. What about him? This this muscle guy. Yeah, it makes you cream. I know what you're saying. <laughs> no, <Jimmy. laughs> Jimmy, come on. But listen, so some muscle, muscle, a muscle, a bodybuilder guy. Yeah, he's an shape guy. A real beefcake. Yeah, a nice yeah, body. Really good looking. Boy, beefcake is like something like a, like yeah, a, somebody say attractive. Yeah, like a beefcake calendar or something. No, what do I beef guy. Yeah, remind you of the fireman you look at. I understand. <laughs> Jimmy. They're going to think we hang out after the show and do weird shit. But listen, so I always enjoy The guy always puts me on the new fucking hazelnut butters and fucking, mm. and, and I, and, oh, man, we got these new snacks. So he brought up to me about the Khabib and Connor fight. So I'm thinking I always have a good, this guy's always never steered me wrong with the protein powders sure. and this and that. Oh, my goodness. 
And I can't tell you, Ryan LaFleur. He's it. like, oh, you know, I'm a Connor fan. I'm like, oh, that's, that's awesome, man. I go, he's like, what'd you think of the fight? Now, this could either go, I, I don't know where this is going. The guy's always been a pleasure to talk to. Right. You know what I mean? I go there, I get some acai. There's a smoothie in there, too. I get mm. the acai bowls over there. You hungry. Man. You know? Like, well, it's, 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 I, I'm eating a lot of gluten-free stuff. Yeah. But that's not the point. So I get to this stuff, you know? And I'm all, I always like talking to the guy. So then we started talking mixed martial arts because he knows I, I fought and everything. And we never talked about it before. Holy fuck. I might have to go to a different place. Why? <laughs> no, no, listen. So the guy's a nice guy. He's a young kid, so I don't want to shit on him. He's a nice, nice guy. Nice kid. But? But. Oh, man, you know. I think Connor, you know, I think he lost on purpose because he's he's a, he's a money guy and he wants a rematch. Yeah. Oh, so boy. You, you think no. he lost on purpose? Yeah. I go, so I'm like, I just want to be like, okay, and get my food, and but the girl's making up my acai, so I got to sit there, oh, and up. I'm like, oh no, fuck, 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 fuck. I go, oh fuck, can't we talk about the hazelnut protein butter? <laughs> can't we talk about the fucking uh, the, the the popcorn, the protein popcorn? Why do I got to uh, please? No, I'm in hell now. Yeah. So now he's he goes, I think because you know he's a money guy. I go, well, you know, be honest. I know that definitely is not what happened. He definitely didn't do that on purpose. He didn't lose on purpose. Because Connor makes money no matter who he fights. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, he didn't lose on, on purpose. Zero I, I had to just let him know. Like, yeah. You let him down gently. He goes, <laughs> I go, not for nothing. He, you know, he crossed the line a little bit, but he always crosses the line. Well, he doesn't. That's what he's saying. He always, he always does. So now he's getting a little, not, not shitty, but like uh, defensive. Shit. I go, I go, you don't, you know, but he's talking about somebody's father. You know, that's a. He's like, yeah, but he's always crying. I go, oh, fuck, I told my house. I, yeah, I told my house. Now I got to go to GNC. <laughs> I like supporting this right. little mom and pop place. Right. Where is this place? It's a good place. My yeah, buddy Darren owns it. It's not I'm his fault. It's monster, it's, it's monster Nutrition. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. nice Yeah. Now I'm giving it people, a plug. People seem a to take Connor. He's a nice kid. People take Connor Khabib very personally, the way they defended either side. Oh, 100%. People who are Connor guys or Khabib guys got so fucked. Because I thought that, the, that Khabib's guys were out of line doing what they did. Yeah. And uh, I stuck up for more Connor in th that moment. Yeah. People got so fucking mad. Fuck you. You don't. It's like, I didn't say Khabib's a piece of shit. I like him better. Right. I just thought he was wrong. Nah, I mean, listen. I. It, it, yeah, again, if you're taking people lined sides, up, if you're taking sides, I'm definitely more on Khabib. So I, because right. again, how, a guy can only get pushed too far. Yeah, I agree. you know, I told you already. I I feel that there is a limit. There is a line. People think, oh, there's no line. Look at the the not. How could you say there's a line? Look at the numbers. The biggest. Okay, but now there's also this other shit that's following because we're taking it past sport when you talk about somebody's family. And I don't religion give a fuck. too. Why do you think? And not for nothing, because I know everybody, and I, I'm not shitting on Muhammad Ali but I was always more with Joe Frazier with that stuff I mean this guy's got when he go to I mean Joe Frazier's like my kids are getting made fun of and this and that I don't know I always thought and Joe Frazier I think lent the money sometime and, and Ali he, was and he fighting was, for a bigger he would call cause, him wishwashy yeah. he would call him a wishwashy guy Joe Frazier God, watch some shit on that yeah Joe oh, I know interviewed Joe more, he hated Joe Ali Joe Frazier's like yo yeah, man to right, me he's one way in front of the yeah. cameras he's the other Fuck yeah, Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier played I like us. Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier Not played just us. I'm a his, stocky little motherfucker, but he I like played us his outgoing message. Yeah, and on his outgoing that. answering machine message, he was making fun of the fact that Ali was all fucked up uh, because he felt that he was the one that like knocked him so hard that he's brain got fucked hey, up. Hey, you can't. That's one of the things. You let them. Hey, he, they were in it. And, he, and again, he would say, hey, listen. My people were making fun of my kids at school and this and that. Listen, he had to deal with that, so he had to deal with that. So, what I like Khabib, he had, to, and it was way worse. What, and this is way worse with uh, with Connor. Yeah. They took calling the guy's father a coward. Is I mean, how did he call his father a coward? I'm a, why right or wrong? 
He for what? Well, I mean, we don't have to go over. Yeah, we don't. Have to to, it was at one of the press conferences or whatever when they were arguing. You know? yeah, he's so also a like, very religious guy. who was bringing his, you know, making fun of his religion too. You know, I, I, you know, not that yeah, I listen. Am, and and I credit, by the way, to, to uh, Khabib's dad. I saw a quote where he like invited Connor to Dagestan for some event that they're doing. He was I, like, I, mean, I would never like, leave, leave Dagestan no, alive. No, of course, but he was like, you know, we have to forgive. He's like, that's you know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, maybe meet in a neutral country or something. Fucking. I'll see you in Vegas. We can talk about it. Dana's office. Oh, I didnn't realize he called. Gods. I didn't realize you called his father a cow. You still can't jump over the cage, but I get no. why he hates him so yeah, much. Of course. Well, have you ever had anything in a build up to a fight? I mean, obviously not like to this extent, but where somebody was really went over the line for something. No, no. I'm, I'm such. I'm so boring. I'm actually not boring. <laughs> right, and you're not boring fight. though. Outside you're of here, fight, outside of fighting, I'm actually pretty entertaining. But I don't know. I guess that my fighting personality is kind of boring. You know, the only person that ever talked shit to me was this guy who I just fought, and it actually really pissed me off. It did. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna knock this guy out, and then eventually I got knocked out. Did so. it change the way you approach the fight though? Like it could be again. No, that's part of the fight so. in a way. So some of these no. guys use mental warfare. Maybe it didn't work. But when you, I, I, the example I always use is fucking Josie Aldo against Connor. Right. Ran in so no, fast. I definitely, 100. percent But so, um, so I think the outcome of the fight was. You know, I was walking, going into the fight very injured, but uh, okay. that's the only thing that could have... What did he say that bothered you? Now that you're retired, you can say it. He was pretty much telling me oh, I should retire. <laughs> yeah. I'm old and he's better than me How everywhere. were you afterwards with him? Is he right? Nah, he's a nice guy. I, mean, I, I, I don't, you know, what did he I, say I, to you after, when you, after the fight? Nothing. I, I mean, I really didn't have much to say. I was unconscious. So. Well, first of all, anybody... <laughs> dude, first of all, that's like taking a bat to the head. Right. right. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, not, it's, it's not good, but it's... Like you only got stopped twice in your whole career. Yeah, that's not, that's, yeah. That's, that's unfortunately both of them were knockouts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when you're yeah, coming out of a knockout, like I was, I think knocked out as a kid by a right, baseball. Right. Do you immediately know what tells you that you lost? Is the fact that people are around you yeah, for well, a second? Well, you fight, like the, the, the fight in Long Island was? Uh, I was really out, unconscious. That fight was bad. Uh, mm -hmm. This one, I was like, you know, I, you know, I'm sure that the it was a quick. It was like a flash one because the, the the kick probably you know may knock me out but i remember him actually being on top of me punching me in the face he probably woke me up with, with that's a what of, happens a couple of those punches wow. so i wasn't like totally out, you know as soon as the ref stopped and i was like ah oh, don't stop it i was actually just getting my win back <laughs> you didn't but, know you were uh, out i don't know yeah i, I had to ask afterwards because i acted like i was cool but is that what happened like, to marab like right, did, did he because did he go out for a second and then get punched or did he never go out uh, I'm not even sure to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah I'm wondering. I kid. fought right after Marab. That was on that that fight card too. That was crazy because I was like the next the yeah. next fight. So oh, I was right. like, ah, is it over? Is it not over? I'll tell you though. And I'm like, all right, Marab, get out of the cage. I'm it's my turn. He's back now. <laughs> yeah, nah, I love Marab big time. Big Marab fan. Yeah, I thought Marab he got comes fucked. by, doesn't uh, he? he? Works out comes, once yeah. in a while. Huge Marab fan. Yeah. yeah how could you? He's such yeah. a great energy, yeah. and he's such yeah. a warm, good person, man. Oh man, I had such a good time with him in uh. And the guys in Russia. Now let me let me ask you now. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. Where in Russia thing. were you? You in Moscow? Moscow. Yeah. How are the girls? Were there beautiful women there? Uh I don't mean I tell I wish I could tell you. I only got eyes for my wife. Yeah. But I mean from what you heard guys saying. You know what I mean? From what I heard, I'd rather be in Brazil with those big asses. I rather go fucking listen, I love it. I fucking love it. Just okay. kidding, guys. That was that was only just uh, to make sure that um Do you prefer the Brazilian Heinies? I like, listen, what I like is my, my wife, and I'll tell you right now, how long have you been together for with your wife? A long um, time. I, we're seven years on the 11th. Oh, we're wow. married. I haven't, uh, my daughter's going to be nine, so I've been with her for like 11 years. Wow, man. So we did everything backwards, you know, we got yeah. married last, but we've been together. I think that's the best way to do it. That's what you know if you're right for each other. You yeah. didn't fucking rush into it. Yeah. That's the best way. Right. So you're saying I fucked up. 
I'm doing all right still. I have a solid marriage. Whatever. How did you do it? Well, I'll tell you right now. I got engaged. Nice. Eisenhower Park. Uh-huh. Nice. Right. Honey, look at the ducks. What? I don't see ducks. Oh, you're on your knee. I can't believe it. It's kind of like that, but she didn't say that. Mm-hmm. She just started crying. How long you been married? And, that's what I, and then it got awkward. I go, I'll, I'll give you something to cry. And I didn't say it. I got, I get, shoved what's her into that? How long have you been <laughs> I've been married uh, 11, what was it? I said shoved her into the duck. Shoved, <laughs> I was married, I've been married 11 years. Or 12, 11, 11. I got a month after I had the title, I got married. It was a good year. Oh, nice. Yeah, the following year sucked. I got like, uh, St. Pierre beat my ass. But let's not talk about it. I would have to have everything lined up first and know, like, I told yeah. him, I'm so indecisive. Right. You know what I mean? It seems like a kid would kind of help make the decision. Like, oh, yeah, baby, yeah. it's, you know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope if you go to, if you wait too long or if you let that one get away type of shit where yeah. I'm I knew 50, I've let 10 get away. <laughs> well, listen, you can't, it, I think I 100% feel it's, it's you got to be compatible, not just like in the bedroom and like uh, just want to hang out with. Yeah, you know, someone to watch Making a Murderer with after sex. You don't want just want to have sex. You want someone you can whose opinion you oh, actually yeah, want to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. Right. you like you like that. Ma- you like uh, just their little mannerisms. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what that means? Ma- sure I do. But, uh, I like their manners. What you think it means? Their mannerisms. I just like saying that. That's from Princess like when Pride. I smile at her and she puts her middle finger up. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan. Now, what is the next chapter of your life going to be? Oh, that's a great question. You know? I, I don't know. What is it? Now, any more, any, any kind right of right competitions? Right. Well, that's my world. Any other, like, are you done competing? Are you going to be a coach? What is going on? The world, the UFC, unfi- the, our audience wants to know. Yes. Um, honestly, I really like to focus a lot on coaching. Coaching is one of my favorite things to do. I have, uh, you know, a, a, a bunch of solid guys in my gym. But again, like we said, there's no, I, I don't make money doing that. It's like more of a hobby. Uh, you know, you did, when you're out of travel, it sucks, man. You come out of pocket more than you get paid. Um, I got the gym, which is, you know, I think it's yeah. more of a set, you know, it's, I don't know, man. I really don't know what I'm doing. I've been eating a lot. Yeah, it's the next, the next, the next step is really interesting it's, yeah. it's exciting yeah. in a sense yeah. you know but you definitely got you got well you said you all got the the um the real real yeah real stuff. estate is something i like doing. you got that i just you bought some properties school. in florida too so i'm expanding oh you ever see oh, glenn gary glenn ross no god damn it i never <laughs> seen that either good real it's estate a good movie, movie yeah. it's phenomenal but it just looks so dude it's amazing pacino kevin spacey alan yeah. arkin Alec Baldwin, uh, uh, Jack like, Lemon. It's amazing. I just uh, felt like Al Pacino from um, th- from Heat. Because oh, she's got a gr- big ass. Great ass. As long as you great don't feel ass. She's got a... A what? Great ass. A great ass. As long, as you, don't feel, as long as you don't act like Al Pacino in Cruising. That's all. <laughs> what was he doing in Cruising? He played... He's showing egg, your age, Hanging out with beefcakes. I love you. <laughs> yeah, he was hanging out with beefcakes in a leather bar. So, hey, beefcake. Beefcake is... Will you call someone a beef... I got it from like uh, South Park. Beefcake. Yeah. Doesn't he say that? It's something that a girl would say about a guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so... Good thing I'm not so insecure with myself. Ugh. You did change Let it. Let me go back and tell my wife, honey, I'm sorry, honey, watch out. I like beefcakes, according to Jimmy. Homophobe. Not homophobe. I just pointed it out. I was actually yeah, right, welcoming you to the club. Like, listen to me, Jimmy. I love you. <laughs> you're definitely not. Get, listen to me. I don't want this fucking party to end. Do we have any... What, first of all, hold on a second. What do you like to you and your wife? Netflix. What do you guys like to do? Movies. Yeah, I guess Netflix. We, well, we anything on Netflix? Give me. Could you recommend something? Ozark. Making a murder is a good one. Man, I started watching it. It's so disturbing with the wife. What a whore. Is she uh, get better? No. Yeah. yeah. She, she gets does. better. Yeah. Oh, they hot, overcome yeah. that. 
Yeah. Oh, that's like uh, you only watched the first couple episodes. I, I, but, but the she's actually really badass. I don't know. I can get past that. Yeah. No, I, don't, I mean, trust me. I hated her too. But yeah, it, it gets pretty good. That, that, that show lost me. Uh, like things shows do. It's well acted, and I like Jason Bateman yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah, he's he's really good in the show. There's certain things shows do that drive me nuts. What would um, it do? I, I just I, I don't want to ruin it. Watch it. I'm not watching it. I, I just even though people are saying to watch it. I like when they do suburban, make suburban people look too badass. Yeah, like uh, like it's what it's what I didn't yeah. it's what I didn't love about Breaking Bad, even though it was one of the best acting. Well, what shows did you ever. like about Breaking Bad? I I didn't love the idea that he wore the hat and became. Well, you know, he was just, becoming fucking Kaiser Soze. That's what I didn't love. No, he wasn't. He wasn't becoming. I, I mixed up my movies. Right. Yeah, no, I didn't. was just walking here like Kaiser fucking Sozak. Yes, Ryan. Yeah. Guys, I got something behind my knee, Jimmy. Yeah, and, and Jimmy, feel this. I'd rather not, but I do understand. <laughs> I can see. I can see. What's the matter with my knee? The water under your knee. Don't touch that. Yeah, it's oh, very I soft. told you to touch it. I'm you sorry. did. It's very soft. It's uh, guys. I got to keep it together. Matt's man. knee is a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a titty, man. It's like a titty. All right, what else have we got? Ryan, John, thank man? you for coming in. This is that was it? Great. Yeah. It? I got. I mean, I have uh, well, just a little sure. bit. Dana said some stuff more. about oh, the. Then, uh, we go. then we'll go. I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't. I have a lot of stuff, other stuff going on. You might not think it because I never want the show to end, but I just like to have a good time. Me too. What, you, what was it, Chris, the producer? Uh, Dana was talking about Khabib versus Connor rematch, Floyd versus Khabib, and then who could be next for Khabib. And he said, I haven't even thought about a rematch. Obviously, I know Connor wants a rematch. We need to do what's right and what's fair. I we'll like see that. how it plays out. We literally haven't thought about it yet. If he said yeah. right and fair, Tony Ferguson, well, absolutely. And then he went on to say, as a fight Ferguson fan, you've got to go with Tony. Tony had the belt, tweaked his knee, got stripped. This fight happens. Tony never lost the interim uh, belt. And neither in the did fight. Connor, right? Yeah. Neither did Connor, but Connor got the opportunity to fight Khabib. I think Tony deserves the next shot. I think he's right. I agree. A hundred percent. Styles to make Did Dana fights. say anything about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said if you're interested in fighting Mayweather, he'll set that up. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. I'm interested. I'll come out of retirement. There you go. The um, is very interesting because if Tony fights Khabib, if he does what people think is the impossible, and he beats Khabib, a fight versus Tony versus Connor. That's a huge yeah. fight. And Styles make fights. Yeah. He's well, his skill sets matches up way better against Tony's, I feel. Uh, and I'm not saying he's taking out Tony. No, I, th- I, I mean I think I, that's a fucking great fight. I think yeah. Tony's that's matches Tony matches up better against Khabib's than Connor's did. Yeah, oh, that's, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. That could be. Oh, oh, 100. Yeah. Oh, then Connor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's right. dangerous on the on the right. on his guard. It's just awkward. And he's even we had we had his instructor. How do you train for someone like yeah. that? Yeah. Well, because he gets taken down. Well, that'd be interesting because it would it would come down to his his Khabib's posture and positional game, ground and pound, and his positional grappling. Going to be overcome um, Tony Ferguson's very elastic type rubbery right. guard from Eddie right. Bravo's system. Uh, that alone is so intriguing. And then there's what takes place on the feet. They both don't get fucking tired. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, imagine the fourth round. The guy survives. He's doing yeah. the gooey dance yeah. now. <laughs> Holy well, fuck. Well, it's the, pr- it's the pressure that Fer- Ferguson puts on, which is what John Kavanaugh said he would do differently with Connor if they got a rematch, that they prepared to defend as opposed to being on the attack. All Tony Ferguson does is attack. Yeah. yeah. If I was Connor, I would be hoping that Tony wins because then he's right. a good, then him versus, hey, listen, he's an accurate, accurate striker. Yeah. If he's able, and, and Tony's gotten hit before where he's always overcame everything. He's got yeah. such perseverance. Yeah, well, just in this last fight, he got caught, he yeah. could have got stopped. When now, he- and, the, and the other one's a finisher, Connor, and he's accurate, but if it's a law, if it, 
if it goes yeah. past a couple of rounds. I mean, look, he, he knocked down Nate Diaz before. Then Nate Diaz just weathers it. and yeah. Nate, They got a similar type pace and style, yep. the Diaz brothers and a Tony Ferguson. You know, it's very exciting. Jimmy. Yeah, that would be a great. That would be a great uh, turn of events if he beats Khabib. Would be uh, well. What a weird. Look at the phone call I'm getting. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer it because we're. Uh... That is weird. <laughs> Why is he calling you now? <laughs> I don't know. Can I say who it is? Yeah, of course. It's Bruce Buffer it's not calling. Not a secret. Huh. Yeah, I just Bruce thought it was an unusual. What does he want? I don't know. I'll find out. Find out, and I'll, I'll talk Hello. to Ryan and uh, and Chris, the producer. So hey, buddy, uh, I, I actually am taping the, uh, UFC unfiltered right to the now. Fucking uh, train. No, I got to... Uh, actually, you're, dis- you're I, leaving me? Unfortunately, I you're have ditching to. me? I have another podcast. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, don't plug it on here. No, Just kidding. You can't... Who is it? Um, anybody that we know? No? Well, we'll talk about it off there because it might be our competitors. No, it's not. Nobody, nobody. I love Bruce Buffer. What did Bruce yeah, want? Bruce. He, he just, um, he just wanted to talk to me about something, but he, we haven't talked about it yet. Oh, wow. Wow, that that is. I'm so happy that this we, we picked up the phone now because it's not. <laughs> no, I know I wasn't going to answer. I don't want to pry. There was nothing to it. We just talked for a second. Yeah, yeah well, I wouldn't have answered it, but you said to answer it. Um, I, I did tell you to answer it, and I I regret it. I, I was just going to say before we go. I think the two Mike Sappos. What? Podcasts. Oh, yeah. we're not plugging yeah. him. I don't know him. <laughs> I mean, do I know him? No. All right. Um, I, I was say? just going to say, and I don't know if you guys agree, but stylistically, the two worst matchups, I think, left for Khabib are Tony Ferguson, because of what we just talked about, and potentially, if he went up to 155, I think Brian Ortega is an extremely dangerous fight yeah. for Khabib. Yeah. I would love to see uh, Ortega versus Khabib. Well, also. that's if they're both undefeated. Yeah. That becomes an amazing fight. What is Ortega? Is he 14-0 now? And Khabib is 27-0? So if, if Khabib... What? I don't think it's going to be that good of a... Uh, Who? The Ortega Khabib fight. Why would you say that? Who I is- just don't. I I just think that that MMA has evolved so much when that like you know that jujitsu off the back stuff you know isn't Ooh, isn't as for me. No, it, I don't no, think no, it's, it's as dangerous. I don't don't get me wrong. Anything can happen in a fight, but I don't think it's as dangerous as it once was. Well, who would you take in that fight, Khabib Ortega? Khabib. You would yeah. Khabib. Yeah. Now, that's very interesting. I don't know, but but yeah. Brian Ortega has a very pinpoint jujitsu style. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, because a lot of guys can't fight great off their back. But, I understand. I, I, but but his Gracie Torrance style, it's a lot about managing distance on right. the floor. Right. Where you don't see a lot of that with a sporty type jujitsu. Right. So, I think it's interesting just for that fact alone. How would Ortega go up, or would Khabib go down? No, I don't no, think. There's I, no I, way I don't Khabib, Khabib can make down. it. Yeah. If you he's tremendous. Get, uh, he looks like Matt. Like, <laughs> Khabib, yeah. you got the same head, baby. <laughs> no, but I think I think what Khabib does so well that people don't give him enough credit. I think his transitions from his he's smothering with his takedowns. The second he's getting to the ground, he's not letting you settle your guard in. He's just yeah. constantly kidding, like squaring your shoulders up, constantly pinning your hips down, and then hitting you and talking to you while he's doing that. It just takes so much energy out of you. But but does that thing he does, where they which they pointed out when he fought Conor, where he locks up both legs, which is so claustrophobic mm. looking, right. is he able to do that to Brian Ortega? I don't. But I don't think he needs to do that. I think he just needs to kind of square his shoulders up, use the cage to to his advantage. I, I feel that like one mistake, Brian Ortega is that slick. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got Cub's neck, yeah. and he fought also. It's ah, the name's escaping me because he's a good fighter, a Brazilian kid. Hanada Moicano. 
It means yeah. no worries. Yes, okay. that's him. I, yeah. I fucking and love that. that and that guy's a really good jujitsu guy he too. He shot right? in. It was it was a close fight. Yeah. He shot in. The second is almost around the neck. There's some guys like that with the guillotines. Yeah. The second is almost around the neck. He got him. Yeah. So it's like he's very pinpoint. Cub, Cub was doing everything to shake him off. He's like, a, yeah. and he just had that locked in. So one slip up. Yeah. I mean. Like Chael Sonnen and Anderson Silver. And Anderson Silver doesn't have the jiu-jitsu of a Brian Ortega. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just find it interesting. Yeah. Isn't he a little bit of a bigger he's, featherweight he's, too, Brian? Oh, yeah. He's big. Yeah. So I he, think he will probably up, go to lightweight at some point. That yeah. would be an incredible I'm fight. interested to see, again, Tony's ground game with that. Because Eddie was very big on saying... On um on very big on saying that that they would match him down there. I've dealt with the closest thing I've dealt with that on top of me would be like a Carol Parisian because he had that judo background. It's similar to the Sambo when they do wear those geese where they used to posturing up and and he felt like a bear too, man. Hard guy to control. You know what I mean? Just very. He's got that like strong like gorilla strength. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I picture that's what Khabib would feel like. Right. So. You know, it's very, very interesting to me. I, I, I hope that is the next fight for Khabib. I really do. I would love to see him and Tony Ferguson. I, I, I the, the last time they were supposed to, I know it almost happened a couple times when that thing got turned. I, I was so devastated when that thing did not happen. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of got erased because of all the Connor stuff that happened around that yeah. weekend and then the craziness Al stepping in. But like going into that fight, the build up to that was really exciting. Wow, knock out all your white teeth. All right, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That song's in my head. Ryan, man, thanks for Wait, hanging and let's out. Let's plug oh, Ryan's school again, too, man. Let's plug that thing. What's the name of the school? Long the Island MMA. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be in Seattle this Friday, Saturday at the. Uh, Oh, what is the, I'm losing my memory as I get fucking older. A Parlor Live Comedy Club, Friday and Saturday, two shows in Seattle. And then I got a bunch of dates in, uh, I got uh, Delaware, I got uh, Virginia, I have, uh, fuck me, Annapolis, Maryland, and then I got New York in November. Can you, can you get me tickets to the New York one? Sure, whatever you want, yeah. Of course. Oh, I, um, I had to do that on air because then I don't feel so bad. It's now fun. you have to really. Thanksgiving give, weekend, yes. Now I'll you have to sure. really give them to me. I will. <laughs> I'm going to be in Georgia. For what? What? For what? There's a, a grand opening of this academy called Mama. Milledgeville. It's going to be Milledgeville, Georgia. That's right. Now I remember it. Milledgeville Academy of Martial Arts or some shit like that. But it's a couple of my black belts. Big Tony Q. He was one of my guys down here. He run my 6 a.m. program. Love that guy. He moved down there with my buddy Frank Mullis. I'm going to visit my buddy Paul Creighton, who's a Pencil Gracie black belt. He's in Atlanta. I'm going to say hello to him. So I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be uh, catching up with some of my jiu-jitsu buddies. I might show Kimura. I might show Get Out of fucking Ashigarami. It's like saying Ashigarami, Ryan. Yeah, it's fun word. to say. Say it. Fun. Say Ashi- Ashigarami. I have a speech impediment. Say Ashigarami. Say Ashigarami. Isn't it fun? Yeah, it's very good. All right, man. That's me. SarahBJJ.com. What a party, man. Anything else? Anybody want to, how do we want to close this off? Um, I have this new way I want to close it. How is it, Jimmy? Thanks. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.